And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. On the boardwalk in Atlantic City, we will walk in a dream. On the boardwalk in Atlantic City, life will be peaches and cream. There where the salt water air brings out a lady's charms. There on a rolling chair, he'll roll right into your arms. Cinderella, you will find your fella, someone that you've waited for. In romantic, enchanted Atlantic City, down on the old New Jersey shore. Hi, folks. Maury Clawhammer here at the ACBC Common, goddamn New Jersey. Ah, uh, we're all set up here. We <laughs> we got all our shit laid out on the table. For all the little girls in their skimpy outfits to look at. Look at this. We got flyers. We got goddamn pens. Paper. Stuff to stuff the paper in. T-shirts. What the fuck else do you want? All right. Who do we got here? We got Mr. Gene Hendricks, right? Hello, all. Hey. How you doing, little boy? Fuck you. Scott 2.0 of No Councils for Old Men. Shameless plug. How you doing? We got somebody drawing. What's your name, little boy? Andy Siebert. He's our comic artist here. We have him chained to the table. What about this guy? What do you want to know? What brings you here? Uh, to goddamn New Jersey. Unfortunately, I live in New Jersey. Uh, well, because, you know, it's the truth. And we're all about the truth here at Two True Freaks. I got a fabulous pair of singing... <laughs> trio of singing uh, rats from Passaic. <laughs> Made a lot of money on that shit. Anyway, we'll be here all weekend, and people will be getting sick of this shit real fast. I already am. (laughs) All right. Welcome to ACBC Fest. We've turned on the microphone at an awkward moment, oh, apparently. This is a weekend full of awkward moments. Yeah, yes. we, yeah. speaking of awkward moments, yeah, you just heard an awkward moment because we the, the only recording we have about like about the con so far, it's not it's even like about the a con. Minute that we did. A minute of me <laughs> barking at people as, as Maury Clawhammer and, <laughs> yeah. and then GTFOing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, whatever, like a lead balloon. But that's because so much shit has been happening. So much shit's been hitting the fan. There's been coincidences, weirdness, mm. coincidences. Surrealism. So, heroes, you, you told your story, but we'll have to tell your story again for all those people who don't listen to the other podcasts. Yeah, Hero had a, Hero had a intimate, intimate, private moment with one of his all-time heavy metal heroes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, a little, little, just one of those little special moments. Oh, you know, it was special. So, we're sitting in that booth, 
And uh, the, one of the big draws for this show was the, the, the movie The Warriors. They were having a screening and a party, and a bunch of the cast was around. And uh, so there's been people walking around with Warriors vests on, Baseball Furies vests on. And uh, this little tiny guy who's like, you know, a shade taller than me, long hair. I see the Warriors jacket on him. He turns around, and I'm going, that face is really fucking familiar. Oh. That's Eric Adams from Manowar. And Which most of us went, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, no, I'm a metalhead, so he's, I, from, he's from he's from around the Rochester area. Yeah, well, Luke Jacanetti and, and Josh Baker and, they and, know. And, and Chris Warden will probably get it, but uh, I see it like that's definitely him. I was like, no, that guy's too short because I I always my brain when I hear Manowar doesn't go to a jellyfish; it goes. <laughs> to the whole band and their fur and their, their their Conan version of Raquel Welch's 2000 BC. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's just the most crazed metal like. But they're but it's like it had to be. It was 80s. So the fur was like. Oh poof. yeah, the fur had 30 cans of it's, pink aqua. Anyway. But the, you know it's bigger than life. So they look. You know they're probably wearing you know. Oh yeah. Huge high heels. We're not talking Paul Stanley like heels. Right. But they're still right. getting a little lift. Right, right. So, so I was like, eh, you know, it might look like the guy, but that, yeah, it's not him. And I said, no, it's definitely him. And he wasn't, like, promoting, so I wasn't going to go bother him. But uh, he walks by, and Honeywell just goes, <coughs> He stops, turns around, looks at me and Honeywell, gives the knowing, like, yeah, yeah oh yeah. We, you were like, did he look? And I'm like, oh, he's looking now. And we turn around, and he's just like... Yeah, you got me. <laughs> and I and I looked at him, and he's with his he's with his girl, and I pointed at my eye, I pointed at my hat, and I pointed at him, and he just smiled and like gave a little nod. And I'm like, that's awesome. My my weekend is made. That was almost as good as a Dick Dragon coincidence. Oh, the oh Dragon Dick coincidence. Tim, Mr. Elliot. Oh yeah, so let's kiss his ass for a while. Oh yes. yeah. Mr. Elliot, we, we have the book. We've we've altered it slightly. 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 Hopefully yeah. your tolerance for poor taste jokes is okay. <laughs> well, but, he's listening to this podcast. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's sending money towards it, so hopefully I'm hoping he knows. Yeah. But me and me and Honeywell are just walking, we're looking at all the dealers' booths, and there's this total junk booth. And you know, paperbacks for two bucks and his comics are a little overpriced. And we know his comics are a little overpriced. Because we're sitting and Honeywell's looking at the paperbacks. And on top of a stack of unsorted books. Just right there. Right on top. Sort of the middle of everything. Dick Dragon. Not just a Richard Dragon comic, but the Richard Dragon. Number 14. Number 14 Mm -hmm. in a bag. Just It wasn't even in a bag, I don't think, was it? It was in a bag. Oh, jeez. Plopped right on top. And I was just like, Hero, you're not going to believe this. Look at this. It's just like... And, you know, it's just sort of like, look at this, and then it just sort of sunk in at the same time. What the fuck is Dick... Yeah. It, it, I, I can imagine finding it at the time. Not the yeah. only Dick Dragon comic I saw. I saw number seven. Sure. For four dollars. But, yeah, but you were probably flipping through, yeah. a, flipping through a long box. This was just like, hi. Just there. Just right there. Hi, yeah. guys. Dick Dragon here. And I, I, I was going to buy it for you, Tim, to give you a clean copy so you could have it. 
They wanted eight dollars for Dick and, Dragon number number four. To, uh, no, there's no way. No, and, wait, and, no. and trust me on this. The one you're getting is worth it. You don't need a clean reading copy. <laughs> 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 we're, we're we're fixing it. We're it's even if it was an eight dollar comic, the one that that one's pretty busted up anyway. So yeah. you know. We're, we're not, yeah, we're not tarnishing gold or anything. No, you can't polish a turd. But on the serious side, man, you've you've seriously enhanced our weekend. Every, all so the, all the people, all the donors, yes. all the people that bought T-shirts. Yeah, yeah. we thank you. Yeah, you're do the, have, you're the winner. The There's more though. Do we have a list? Uh, I do, just not on me. All right, mm-hmm. we will we will post. I know that Sean Engel was a runner was a runner up. He's talent, but yeah, yeah, exactly. I had several several of my friends, but we should still dismiss it because no, no, we shouldn't. We love you, Sean. We love you. He knows love you, I Tim. love him. We wrote. We, we love you, Shag. We love yeah, you, Matt. We love you. Uh, yeah, our Disneyland. Experience. Yeah, to my friends, Chris Vincent, Dave Shepard from back home. Um, your mom. My mom purchased a shirt. My mom thinks I'm cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Matt Hunsworth. Yes. Matt from Leo's oh, yes. from Swick. Uh, Chris Weisenborn from um, Ninjaverse Podcast Network. He bought a shirt from us. Yeah, so thank you for wearing my ugly face. <laughs> <laughs> and thank thank you all because that not only paid for parking, yeah. it, it paid for Mad Max Fury Road. Yes, it did. It yes. paid <laughs> for a very... Very good Mexican dinner. <laughs> oh yeah, both of which those two things were two of the and those two things were two of the things that I was looking forward to the most. Yeah, and let's just say both of them paid off. Oh the, yeah, the the Mexican restaurant was pretty much what I expected, which was awesome. It was amazing. And Mad Max Fury Road was beyond what I expected. Mm-hmm. And if you're in Atlantic City, go to Pancho's Taqueria. Next yeah. to the uh, what, like White House the subs, White House subs. White subs on skip White Arctic House subs. <laughs> on, yeah, skip White House subs. Go to Pancho's Taqueria. It's legitimately a hole in the wall, and just watch and smell and taste the magic. Yeah, yeah, Good stuff definitely. The Al Pastor. Oh God, pork <laughs> and pineapple. <laughs> And so much for Pine several and of our pledges not to use the money on frivolous stuff. It was no, that was not that was needed because no. we we ate breakfast yeah. and then we were at the con all there day. There's no time like, for frivolous stuff no. around here. We don't got time. For no, we're right. actually shit. I got for one, you donors, Jesus, if you've Jesus, ever listened Jesus, to Jesus. If you've ever listened to our podcast with me on it, uh, you'll probably wonder why I haven't spoke much on this one because I usually do. And uh, it's because I'm still actually over here working, posting pictures and tagging people. Every time I, well, several times we took pictures of cosplayers. They asked mm-hmm. us to tag, tag them on Facebook. So the least we can do. I'm yes. trying, yeah, absolutely. I'm trying for to all, sort that out. For um, all the effort they went into yeah. getting these costumes together, oh, yeah. some of these costumes are well, just some, phenomenal. Yeah, and we got some interesting cards here, man. I, like one person was dressed as like a, a big dog, like a pug dog. Yeah, and, they're, and they they um, have a, a gaming podcast. Yeah, they're that's trying the they're like building, oh. designing some like uh, you know. That's a great idea. Simulation. Yeah. Oh some, my god! Like, Should I be no the choo freak gorilla next time? There you go. Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> I've seen you. I, 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 you'll be dying. I, I immediately realized that I should not do that. No, no, you It would be great, but the next time we need the tag team of Dufo and Maury Clawhammer going around. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I have you have to be Maury because I can't do the voice. Well, well, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. We could. We. So I guess I'm bringing my suit to Eternal Con. Well, I. 
I'm bald. I, I'm like shaven bald. So I could like I've with seen a little, nuts with, a little with a little fake with a little fake or maybe even real like weave hair. <laughs> I could probably. Maury needs a comb over. Yes. you know there has to be and a comb over. Maury will only have a comb over. A comb over, <laughs> some stubble, uh, a cheap a cheap suit or a leisure suit was. See what we find you a lime oh, green. He's a white suit. shoe wearer too. I'd an ask to get a pair of. Wa- Ooh, an ascot, yeah, and a big gaudy. Costume jewelry ring on his pinky. Uh, you, you need one of those rings that that are those huge rings that the people are. They're so proud of them. They sort of mm. just sort of flop their hands. Yes. all the time. Oh, like the bane that was walking around. No, he had he had. Um, it was guys either bane or one of the guys from uh, Image Comics. I can't remember. It's kind of got like a skull mask, and he had the derp derp walk. And T-Rex arms. Yes. <laughs> Little tiny T-Rex hands clutching his stuff daintily, very daintily, just sort of derpy derpy. But that's sort of the beauty of it is you get the alt, it, infinite variations on every oh, yeah. character. Yeah. I saw I saw a um, Boba Fett Rocketeer hybrid today. I saw him finally. It blurred music out of his backpack. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Freaking beautiful. I saw two Ghostbusters there was that had Ghostbusters sound effects, you know, movie clips coming out of their backpacks. And I, the most surreal thing today probably was I went to get a beer, and at the same time, two Ghostbusters and the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, was who was some guy in a huge, actual inflatable Like one suit. of those lawn Santas or something. With <laughs> yeah, the yeah. yeah. essentially. Was, basically. And I got to see Stay Puft. You know, waddle up to the the bar and order himself a fire um, fireball, and prepare to drink it. So I was literally standing there with a beer in my hand, watching you know, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Those guys go to the shop in front nice. of him, trying oh, to yeah. figure out how the it's hell It's an easy costume to do if you're not doing the backpack. Yeah, yeah. You now this guy looked like he was he was working for it today, but he was not. Yeah. <laughs> He's like. On uh, a fireball right now. And, and we've seen <laughs> some tragedy. Like, we saw this this guy, and. <laughs> You know, it looked like he was in his 20s and he was doing um, the, uh, I keep wanting to call it cyberpunk, but the um, steampunk. steampunk. And he built sort of a backpack thing that looked like it deployed like wings behind it. And it was it was nicely made. It when We actually got close up to it once we were walking behind him and saw that he'd used like jewelry boxes that he'd taken apart and put back together with hinges and it didn't look like any. It, did, it wasn't even meant to look like that stuff. It was sort of like Fury Road. It was just it took out a new shape. It looked s- steampunk that way. So it was kind of ingenious, and he put a lot of work into it. But then he was holding. I think it was basically shoelaces. You know, some some around over his sh- like through his shoulder, like looped around his shoulders, and then tied around his waist, and then tied to it. And he was walking. He was just walking in the door. And you could see the thing was wob- not just shifting, but shifting and wobbling, mm. and it had to be so uncomfortable because it probably weighed about twenty pounds, and it was you know sticky parts poking into him and Ooh. stuff. And we we're watching him try to tie it up, and I'm like, "That's that's not gonna last." <laughs> not prepared, you know, walking around with that all day, and then later, a few hours later, we saw him, and he was just carrying it. It's <laughs> like, so, yeah, he gave up. Yeah, there's a lot. You get to see a lot of people 
pulling concessions because it's just like I can't wear this mask all the time. I'll, you know. Yeah, so. I don't blame them. Oh no, I could. That's why I really. Then there's the other form of tragedy, where you're wearing an outfit that's just a little too tight for you. Yeah, you don't have the body type to pull it off properly. Which is like, you know, go and do your thing, have fun. But it's like, it's the reason why I'm, I'm not going to ever be wearing anything skin tight at one of these shows. Because, I mean, I saw, a couple of, I saw a couple of people, and, you know, their asses looked like a wet pillow stomped on by a cleat. And I know that's what mine would look like if I was wearing that shit. And it's like... Yeah, not but there's enough. something for letting it all hang out and not caring, too. But see, you that's get, the thing. The guys that. that would wear the leotards didn't have enough to let it all hang out. There's a reason why. But there's also, yeah, but that's also, they're just like, yeah, that's right, it's a Vienna sausage. Yeah, I don't give a shit. That's, it, it is, well, it is what it is. Didn't anybody ever know. see Superman the movie? You I, put the cod piece in so it makes right. everything I'm not, look good. I agree, I, I, I agree with you, but I mean... You just be a costume Nazi man. <laughs> I will be a costume Nazi if I want. Oh, oh my God, that's uh, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Walking down the street, and I was actually we were having the same conversation, the exact same conversation, and I started chiding him for being a costume Nazi, and there was a German girl. <laughs> and we we were having a little yeah. conversation with her, and then it's just like the last thing she said would. Just caught the accent. It's like, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah oh been, shit, uh, that's nothing. I mean, we, yeah. we were going out to and pretty much the avatars of poor tastes. And yeah, yeah. We we try it. Well, really... I was going out with the other uh, nicotine addicts, and uh, we're walking out the door, and the security guard's there. Oh, I'm walking back in from it, and uh, he's like, you, you, "You guys having a good time?" I said, "Yeah, we're having a good time. You must be having a good time too. There's a lot of tits flying around." There's a girl walking out the doors at right the same time as I'm saying it. It's like, <laughs> I can't win. She didn't turn around or anything, so I don't know. Maybe maybe she was deaf. I don't know. She'll be okay. Oh, we had, listen to this. We had a deaf guy come over to the table, and he picked up two flyers and handed them to his two friends. We have a deaf guy that wants to listen to our shows. <laughs> that is the highest praise that you can get. I guess so, yeah. And I'm not making this up. He actually looked at me in the eye and said, you know, he couldn't well, quite speak. He said, I'm deaf. And, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, we I would have looked, looked at him and been yeah. like, I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we also figured out the secret on how you get people to take your handbills. Yeah. You put Hershey's Minis candies on top of them. <laughs> it worked like a charm. Because they a, feel compelled. If they, if they want to take the candy, they have to take what it's sitting on. But I noticed there were some, put some, dick, some, people, some people who were wise to it and just would go to the little pile of candy we had yeah. to the side mm-hmm. and just grab it out of there. No, yeah, well, but all the little kids were so polite, man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 such was, polite was, little kids. Such cool. polite... And, well, we were nerd kids. Nerd kids are usually... Very, I, I was a really so quiet too. kid. I yeah. was a quiet, patient kid. You were a quiet kid? I was a quiet oh, one. Oh, no. Yeah. Actually, I was a quiet kid, yeah. Thank you all the fucking time. Yeah. I wasn't a crier as a baby. I could always just amuse myself with my brain. I've always said my mom was so good at raising me that I literally... If I fart in my own apartment and I'm alone, I'll say excuse me to myself. Oh, I just yeah. laugh at myself. Yeah. <laughs> 
And most of the time, you know, it's not constant. Yeah, you boys got off easy. I, 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 <laughs> I leave the room after. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Prop the dusted, huh? Step B, obviously. But. Uh, yeah. uh, what else happened? So much else. So much. a shit ton of fun. Oh, yeah. So y'all out there. We got some interesting people series. around us. Oh! Oh, yeah. uh, there's a picture of uh, Caitlin. Peter David said Star Trek The Motion Picture sucks. Yeah, I had a nice 10 minute long conversation with Peter really? David. Really? It was 10 minutes long? I could have stayed longer. There was yeah. a guy, like, one well, guy came nice. up to get something signed, and I didn't want to, like, take all, like, because yeah. he, he was there with his wife and his kid, and yeah. it's like, and I guess they signed up for that, too, you know, because who he is, but, I mean, you know, Star Trek I'm The Motion Picture I'm just going to post here in uh, Two True Freaks page that we're um, recording. Right now, the podcast. Oh dear God! Yeah, yeah. let's see what that. That's uh, no, because Spataro and Engel and other people have my number. Oh, <laughs> that's why my phone's in the other room. Yeah, well, I gotta, <laughs> talk, to, I gotta talk to the little lady at some point. Which brings me to Is my next point. Oh. No, that reminds me of something. If you guys were uh, vegetarians like me, the, the booby salad on display at this thing was ridiculous. Oh my God. It was amazing. That's how it goes. I think cosplay is, triggers the same sort of, in in a percentage of people, same thing that Halloween does. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it, cosplay is primarily female. It, the, yeah. If you look at the, the ratio of cosplayers, they're primarily female. And these, a lot of these females, I thank them for cosplaying. Oh. <laughs> I gotta be honest, though. I, I, I gotta tell you... I, there was a guy dressed up like uh, Vigilante Daredevil. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's the phone already. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's just Facebook, you posting. Oh, okay, yeah. So he comes over and we're shooting the shit with him. And, uh, you know, Honeywell says, oh, you should be putting your arms out and trying to grab boobs and stuff. And I said, no, don't do that. He's blind. He should put his, put his hands down in their pants and say, I know how to read lips. <laughs> yeah. You're all welcome. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, there's a new set of rules next year's ACBC Con. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All of a sudden, we're, two two we're freaks and only have two freaks. <laughs> well, look, and if it's going to get be named Chris Tyler, if they, if <laughs> hey, if it gets people over to the booth, even to bitch about stuff, uh, yeah, I yeah. don't care. Yeah, <laughs> no, it works. We have uh, a good number of people coming. Oh, yeah, 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 today was night and day from yesterday. Yeah, several several conversations with people about oh, what do you know? This is what we do, so uh, you know, yeah, tell a friend, tell two enemies. It's so weird. To, it's so kind of hard to sell your podcast because you can't have it just like playing no, on speakers no. or whatever. Although people were sort of cheating and playing, there were a lot of people playing, playing music. music and stuff. But you know, we're not the kind of guys to. Well, because the rules. we're so well, varied, the the odds yeah, of them yeah, what exactly do you present? Well, I mean, if I mean, if there was something, I mean, since we had the the quantum cast and the Fight Club, that would yeah. probably be the ones to have going, and you could say, "Oh, you're listening to this, you're listening yeah. to this," and me, I'm yeah, but who wants to hear my voice constantly? Uh, <laughs> Robinson, I guess. <laughs> But so you basically have to sell yourself. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, you just have to your personnel, which, which I would say the winners for that were uh, Hero and, and Jeff, Jeff today. Yeah. For, oh, yeah. 
Jeff, Jeff does. Well, Jeff, he works, Jeff he is works salesman. The work, he works the people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he had his he had his pitch worked out, and he stuck to it. And he, he fucking dragged. That's what you got to do. And, yeah. Sure. Well, a lot of a lot of times, what we ended up doing was, hey, hey, yo, guy, can, can we get your picture? And then they would stay. And yeah, just, that always helped. And especially, yeah. I was grabbing just for you know no consoles. I'm going to do my. Planning having a no councils Facebook page eventually somewhere down the line if y'all keep listening to it and that shit, um, and I'll probably post photos. So I was going for photos right. of game related cosplayers today, and so hey, plenty of networking, those networking networking. Hey, I do a podcast on yep. gaming. Guess uh, what? And we, maybe, maybe we'll talk about here, you. And thanks for the photo. And um, I'm probably going to exploit you. So have a nice day. Yeah. They're exploiting you too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So everybody's exploiting. I've already tagged Black Widow, so you know maybe we'll we'll get her back from there. Yeah, so there's a lot of Black Widows. A lot of Peggy Cottas, too. That one I yeah. took in particular gave me a card and was like, tag me on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. I had a couple people Harley Quinn's are almost... I saw no... Well, I did see Stormtroopers, but I did not see a no. just standard... Store. I saw some, like, um, oh, must-up, yeah. you know, different colored Stormtroopers, but I didn't yeah, see no standard good. white Stormtroopers. No. All these guys, they have personality. Yes, yeah, it's it's gotten to that point. It was it used to be like everyone saw hey a stormtrooper. Then it was really cool. It's like oh, fifty stormtroopers, a hundred stormtroopers. Yeah, that was really cool. We can you can march them down the street and put Mm -hmm. them all around you and look intimidating. But then after a while, it's just like yeah, and probably all the people in the stormtrooper suits were just like ah. Jesus, (laughs) Jesus, <laughs> I, I thought it takes uh, so long to get into that suit, and yeah. oh, full that you don't want to get out of it, and then you're just going to be sweating all day. I guess we should say that I, I was technically a convergent for this. So, and as a Star Wars geek, I thought that would be like my favorite cosplay so far. But it was almost like the most boring to me. Except we know for, your favorite cosplay. But so <laughs> That's been posted no, I, already. I just follow the, the lines of uh, come on. <laughs> also, for the record. This man is uh, hero is the one who's taking pictures of Dazzler's ass, not me. <laughs> I'm a front man. <laughs> yeah, I also have nine pictures I've probably posted of you of uh, Mockingbirds and Miss Marvel's ass. So I am a liar. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's I hate to say it, but like the the Star Wars cosplay has almost got it too well down that it's not cosplay anymore. You know, it's just, they've got to be so expensive, and and they just look so realistic that they are you, expensive. you lose it, that it's like, I, I like to see, I loved Ant-Girl today, who like oh, made yeah. her her Ant-Man helmet out of probably, it looked like Happy maybe plaster. Yeah, exactly, yeah. something like that, and it, it was like lumpy and didn't look right, well, but, it, yeah. but fucking A for effort. You well, know? you and, know, I mean, there's like, you <laughs> want to be competitive for it, but the, the, you know, but then when it comes right down to it, the best of the ones that are in the yeah. spirit of fun, like... Uh, I can't imagine, like, the $5,000 a day, I can't imagine that they would vote for, um, you know, there's got to be so many Star Wars ones like that, that how could you well, make then, one the, a winner? Did you read the rules for that? No, not specifically. I I don't remember all of them, but the first one, it has to be comic book exact. Uh, So, like, Captain America has to be exactly like Captain America looks. Then you have to have another costume that's a gender-bent costume. Right. So, a woman playing Captain America or a a man playing Scarlet Witch. Ooh. 
And that has to be as accurate as you can get it. That's why we had the male Harley Quinn walking yes. around today. So is that like Harley Quinns are sort of becoming the new yeah. Stormtrooper. Yeah, you can pick any of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we had... It was funny. It's a lot of Harley I, Quinns. I, I had to get my camera out because we had a con- in-character conversation across from us yeah. between a male Harley Quinn and a female Harley Quinn. And it was, it was good. Yeah. I mean... She was, it was, it's one of those things, it's almost like the conversation I had with the guy who looked exactly like me, who was like super deadhead guy. (laughs) I would go to Grateful Dead shows and these beautiful hippie chicks would come running up to me and leap into my arms and give me the most awesome hugs and be like kissing me on the cheek. I'm so glad to see it. Then I'd open my mouth and start talking and they're like... Who are you? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know. I thought you were somebody else. And there was this guy, and he turned out he lived in Rochester, too. It looked exactly like me. And he finally, he came to a restaurant that I worked at, and I was behind the bar, and he's sitting at the end of the bar, and, we're, and it was just like, looking at each other. And, get, and I'm like, damn, man, you are one good-looking guy. And he's like, right back at you. And that's the only communication I ever had with him the whole time. It's, oh, it's, it's funny. That one meeting. But that he was just like, she was just like, I I like you. You're a damn fine-looking woman or something. And he was just like, you're not too bad-looking yourself. And <laughs> then they just kept going. Yeah, and it just kept building and building on itself. It's funny. I thought I saw Honeywell on a little... Uh, Little like Segway thing, little uh, scooter, but it was Vern Troya leaving the building. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> missed that. It's <laughs> my friend nicotine or something. I did <laughs> hand off a two true freaks handbill to Adam West today as he came out of the bottom floor bathroom, like very snappily yeah, dressed. Awesome. Yeah. And I I don't know why, but I said, <laughs> "Did we record I, about Bruce Leroy yesterday?" Oh yeah. I met Bruce Leroy. I called out a West Senior, and I don't know why. Maybe I was... Senior Batman? I, I said, here you go, Senor. And he goes, why, thank you. And I go, de nada. And he goes, oh, oh gracias. <laughs> it was dead. So he was just like thinking, maybe this guy speaks... Ba-. He was... Yeah, he was not not truly engaged with me. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he just sort of put it in his pocket and just was like off, but... His face is weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he, he pulled that out every up back to his hotel. And he's like, what the hell is this? He walks away oh, and he's got like this strange big, man. He's got this like Mad Max banana clip stuck oh, in his face. He's got to get at least a dozen moments like that a day. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I, that's what I mean. It just was like, you know. He was on auto. He just yes. rolling his eyes at that point. Like, oh, what? No, you freaks. <laughs> Literally. Anyway, Bruce Leroy. Oh, oh yeah, Bruce Leroy, right. the last dragon. Oh, we actually we should attend to this because we have some input from our little oh, interactive God. experience. Yeah. <laughs> Who is that? Here. Kyle Betting busts our balls at every uh, opportunity, of course, just like everybody else. Yeah. Hey, my pictures of DMC have tagged Scott Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> Because of that Run DMC Photoshop I did. Yes. Probably. Oh dear God. <laughs> Seriously, that's the only. Pr- I put up thirty. I'm in the process of putting up thirty pictures. Scott Gardner, a little square on, <laughs> on on DMC. Yo, man, you're getting some cred there. I want. I want to see that happen to people that don't know Scott Gardner. It just pops up. Suggestion, Scott Gardner. <laughs> no, it isn't. 
So who's busting my balls? Yeah. Scott. Oh, Kyle Benny. Um, where was I? I lost the Sorry. Page. Uh, yeah, it says, uh, I guess we better soak it up. Well, should read the uh, the intro thing here uh, so we can get truly meta. I just posted on Facebook, we're recording a podcast right now about ACBC, and generally we are going to troll you all live for a while. <laughs> so bring it and be interactive with us while that didn't sound right. <laughs> uh, in other words, nanny nanny boo boo. So Kyle Benny comes uh, and says, I guess we better soak it up in case you get all confunk. Just think. A network-wide case of confunk could shut down the productivity of so many podcasts. Uh, and he asks, get any chance for Garage Show Gloat in AC? And I just said, trying to get a word in to ask your questions, Kyle. We met fucking Bruce Leroy yesterday. <laughs> the last uh, I'm, I'm proud to say, after listening to fucking... Hero wine for about half an hour. It's like, that's fucking Bruce Leroy. Oh, that's Bruce Leroy. I love that fucking movie. <laughs> Last Dragon, we all love that movie. Except Honeywell is culturally deprived and is not seen Never it saw it. Um, go, go with the glow, man. Um, yeah. Show enough. And show in New York. You know. I, that's I, all I gotta say. And I went right over it. Harry Gordy Jr. produced. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he had the soundtrack on a loop. <laughs> yeah. And he's just, he looks like he's like 20 years old still. It's, it's you know, I mean... I didn't think I've never seen the movie or anything, but I see the guy sitting over there, and then I start thinking, that movie was what, 1984, right. 5, something like that? Yeah, 85. I 85. Think it was, it was Google, I think. Yeah, yeah, 30 years ago. Yeah. yeah, 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 and he was an adult, and I mean, he was young, but... And I've, like, that's one of my very few celebrity brushes ever, you know, I was in radio for 10 years, and I got to meet the band Firehouse, you know, <gasps> and, uh... <laughs> Well, I guess that would be cool. Uh, you know my radio they're a very fine gentlemen. I'm sure they're not. They're no man of war. No, there's no man. There is only one man of war. Not Jaws. Um, so yeah, so I went over finally to, to uh, what's his name? Tyback. 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 And uh, yeah, the guy looks like he did in the movie, and that's what I I knew what to say to him. I was like, you know, I didn't want to do the cheesy, oh, biggest fan, but I did anyway. And I'm like, you know, I loved your movie back in the eighties, one of my favorite movies. And I'm like, so I have to ask, why do you look the same when I'm an old man? <laughs> Considering I was the one that was like fourteen when this came out, and you were supposedly an adult. But he just kind of laughed, and he's like, oh, don't worry, man, you'll work it out, you'll work it out, and no clue what that meant at all, but it was at that point, it the blush had gone to my, and I finally realized I was talking to a celebrity, I ran, <laughs> and, so, and then I ran back and made a fool of myself, and like, hey, you know what, I'm with a bunch of podcasters, and if, uh, any chance you could do a sound drop for us, yeah. but he was gracious with that, too, and just gave me the standard, I've got to check with my, you know, agent mm-hmm. on that, I'm like, I knew that. <laughs> we'll be right over there and gave him our address. And that's the last I talked to him. But yeah. then Hero finally got off the gun, got off the gun shit and got your picture, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's up there. Yeah. I think people will see it. Woohoo! Showing up! And that's our uh, 80s cheesy kung fu movie story for the day. If you've got anything new from Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should answer him on here, too, to stay. Uh, yeah, interactive. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> he'll, he'll hear this like, you know, well, I was going to say two months from now, but that's going to be up pretty soon yeah. still. If he hears this after we're at Eternal Con, this I was is say, anyway, Kyle, Yeah, right, yeah. no. We're still on a tangent. <laughs> but it'll be, this stuff will be spread out. 
through the month because you don't want to lay all this out at once. What are you talking about? More is more. Drop it on like it's hot. Well, unless we want to have an ACBC month. Yeah, that's pretty much what it's going to work out to. We're already halfway through that month. (laughs) (laughs) It's bad work. Oh, and a a great... um, um, it was it was a GIF for you that got the um, Hercules found the Hercules GIF GIF found the hardcover of Hercules Prince of Power for five dollars. Yeah, and there were multiple copies. There were what three copies? I only saw two. I I went through every bin. Yeah, where it would have been, there was one left. Okay, so I got it. So I snapped it up for Honeywell, and he also got Bob Layton's autograph. Yes, free, Bob, so. Bob Layton was signing for free, and he, as all of you know, was the writer and artist on Hercules, Prince of Power, and he, it's one of his favorite series. So he, mine too. You know, he signed it for free, both for Jeff and for Chris. And because I was ferrying people over there, I also bought a. Hercules print off of it, ah, which he made out to me. beautiful, too. Yeah. yeah, it's gorgeous. It's basically the cover. Uh, that's the cover of, like, Hercules number one, wasn't it? So I, think I think one so. Of them. Yeah. Or maybe it might have been the, like, publicity picture for kind it, of, I, it was. Know. It's more recent. It's something. Yeah. He redrew but it's sort of, it. But, yeah, yeah, it's, it's sort of based really on good. that. And he's a, he's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah, both him and Peter David. Yeah, Peter David. I, I could have sat down. Nobody was going up to Peter David. Like, okay. There was only one person, and that was after I was talking to him for like 10 minutes. I probably could have sat there and talked about Trek with him for two hours, and he would have been perfectly happy. Yeah, I I went over, I had autographs on my Aquaman comics, and we were joshing back and forth about that. And yeah, we'll talk about one of his favorite scenes was the cat fight between Dolphin and Mira. Mm. And... How Dolphin headbutted Mira and it was you broke my nose. <laughs> was Marcia, the Marcia, line. Marcia, Marcia. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Kyle, I responded. I hope you all take time to brag about your cheap comic action figure autograph, etc. Also today, at first hey. nothing was cheap. Except no, for the book we just described. Yeah. Here. Well, I I didn't really buy. I bought that print and I got an autograph from Daniel Panabaker for my daughter. But other than that, I haven't Ooh. bought anything. Yeah. Well, so you know how I was like, I don't like getting autographs. I don't give a yeah. shit about that. As soon as I found out I could get a five dollar copy of yeah. Hercules and then he was signing him for free, I was over there like, oh hi. I like this comic. It's good. You're good. Okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be doing I, all my shopping tomorrow. I bought some comics today. I was I so, somehow I don't know, I used to have the whole Frank Miller from one fifty eight right through Daredevil Run. Oh, okay. And and it was always part of my collection that it was like yeah, I'm never selling this unless until it, you know, the bitter end. This is like one of my favorite things of all time. And I was going to, I, I've been watching the Daredevil TV show. I'm like, you know, I'm going to go check out some of those old Daredevil comics and find out. Well, I got about half of them anymore. I have no idea what I did with them or where I misplaced them or I don't know how I misplaced them. I always store them in, a long, in the yeah. long boxes. But. I found a guy who had a long box, long box, two long boxes of Star Wars, yeah. boom boom, right next yeah. to each other, and a long box full of Daredevil that was like default three dollars, 
and then mark higher for higher, you know, for yeah. key issues or, or, or better condition. They're, they're, they're basically high-end reading issues. Uh, uh, the, most of these daredevils are actually pretty good. They do look like they're in pretty good shape. This, this one is a little beat up. But I got 163, which is pre-Miller writing, but it's Daredevil versus the Hulk. Which, yeah. made as I read this in the shitter after eating my Mexican food, I thought to myself, this could be the key to my Hulk movie. Because remember on the... It was. It wasn't the Hulk TV show, but it was like one of the movies they made, made yeah. for TV movies. Yeah, and the Trial, Trial of the Incredible Trial Hulk. of the Incredible Hulk. Because in this, they met, you know, he basically calms down the Hulk twice mm-hmm. and saves yeah. New York. But you know, the backstory is he d- defended Bruce Banner, you know, mm-hmm. before. And I'm like, Trial of the Incredible Hulk, the movie. That way, you get da- you get take the Daredevil TV show. Because I, I think they just think, ah, there's not enough for the Hulk to support a whole movie. He's a supporting character. He's really cool. I disagree, as Fury Road proved, mm-hmm. as long as the smash is good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well, you, could, you could bring Daredevil up into the movies and have the Hulk in there, and it would be... It's an interesting story. It's not like yeah. something that you would... Yeah, but the Marvel Cinematic, you know... Universe's Daredevil could not as much as he lets himself get hit. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, it would be Hulk. it would be one of those. Weir- it would be probably the first time like a TV show had to be toned down for the movies. Yeah, you would have to tone it down for the movies. But you could do it. You could do it. You could have dare- you know you could have most of you could have a good chunk of the Daredevil part be a courtroom thriller if you. Play yeah, it right, and have work. it be about Matt Murdock. You know, you don't have to have bones sticking out of, you know, <laughs> legs and stuff. It helps though. It does help. Or maybe, maybe Hulk and Daredevil would be a good opportunity for Marvel to test the waters of an R-rated. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I. Really, they don't need uh, to do that though. No. Anything they want to do R-rated, they can just throw on Netflix. Mm. They don't need. They can keep all the. Maybe it'll be a stuff. good experiment for doing a full for doing a movie size thing for Netflix or something yeah. like don't that. Make, don't really make film. it a theatrical release. Yeah. Just direct a Netflix release. Huh. There you go. All the all well, as as everybody who's a listener of True True Freaks know, all the people in Hollywood listen to our podcast and, mm. and act oh, yeah. our ideas oh, yeah. soon afterwards. Clearly. So we can look forward to that. They yeah, yeah. Daredevil 171, the first one where he fights the kingpin. This this is the one that, that's why I hated the Daredevil movie. Because this is how I picture the kingpin. This gigantic homunculus who looks like he's a fat guy, but he's like, I remember in this one, Daredevil climbs up his back and has his legs around his neck trying to choke him out and is just pummeling him on the head and yeah. and then he flips around and just starts beating him on the back and he's like this guy is like he's made of rock yeah he's he's you know my punches aren't even do- doing anything they can't even get through he's dense and that's what but that's a hard sell i guess on tv mm-hmm. and it's expensive to do every week Daredevil yeah. goes berserk this is a good one with a nice Mad Max sort of or Road Warrior oh, that, sort of character on the front. Frank no, Miller. you know what it is the 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 way this guy's drawn. He's got purple trousers, brown boots, spiked uh, 
leather stuff all around him and a gimp mask. <laughs> and I'm thinking of my, you know, after seeing who Those Scott McGregor was talking to all day, this would have been right up this chick's I alley. <laughs> yeah. That's another show. Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure I really remember that one too well, but it's what? bad I, know gla- I would have got that if I had seen it. Well, he's got the gladiator. Well, let me see, let me see that. Daredevil. You know, he had multiple copies of a lot of these, so we should head back there tomorrow. Yeah. I had since it's Sunday and we can bargain a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So you don't want to take it. I had back. to buy a copy of Daredevil in a overpriced reader's copy bin. It was four bucks, but it, it's it's an early Daredevil with the Gladiator. I'm like, I gotta get it. And I think this is my all-time favorite Daredevil ever. Uh, 191. And it was, I think this was like, by this time Klaus Jansen seemed to be doing more of the everything than Frank Miller. He was just sort of writing it and maybe mm-hmm. roughly sketching it out Klaus Jansen. But this one is like penciled, inked, written by Miller and it's it's a insane story. It's like uh, he's play. It's the whole issue. He's playing Russian roulette with uh, oh bullseye, so bullseye. Yeah, it's a great issue. Yeah, feel free to talk amongst yourselves. I'll be right back. <laughs> Don't pull out that. Co- oh, I see. I thought you were heading for the bathroom. I right thought you were. Take it. Take it with you. Taco <laughs> emergency. I'm more agile than I look. So. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> we got under our nice little balcony here. Yeah. Oh, the view. It's really funny. At night from our place, you see this bridge, and it looks like a Tron. Mm. It's just a... a, It looks like those... um, Oh, what are they called? Tube lights? You know what I mean? I don't know. The plastic lights that you plug in. Now they just have little, like, Christmas lights in them, but they're in a plastic tube. Oh, oh. It looks like that with, like, like little space balls with people just, like... Space balls? Space balls floating through them. In, um... Buck Rogers, the Gil Gerard series, that's what they used as fuel lines to the fighters. It's so ooh, look, lights going into it. That must be the <laughs> yeah, fuel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. How do you like yeah, lights? My my obscure I saw some lightning going. Maybe we'll have some good a good thunder lightning storm. When there's storm. lightning Sorry. You can't give me a metal line and then nut it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, at one point I'm gonna when I get the camera downloaded, I took a panorama shot from our balcony. Oh, that's and it. that's the in, the inlet and like see all the way around until I hit railing again. That came out pretty decent. Yes, it did. Yeah, we are right on the ocean. From from their room, you can you see you it, their see the their room tub. is their room is like yeah you you can see from the hot tub. <laughs> And then just sort of a panorama of Atlantic City. It's just spread out right outside there. We've got like the ocean and the side of Atlantic City. Well, you you, you see Brigantine because across across the inlet is Brigantine. Oh, okay. That's but, where we went and did our grocery shopping. Oh, all right, all right. Yes, our grocery shopping. Hey, <laughs> they, they were food <laughs> items bought from a store. It was grocery shopping. Speaking of food items, I've eaten a new food item that was quite delicious during my Mad Max Fury Road hmm. experience. I joined you in it. I well, joined you. I don't in remember eating. the exact name of them, but they were basically chopped up Twizzlers <laughs> made out of Dr Pepper yes. flavor. Oh yeah. And somehow they were juicy. They were super it was juicy. Like, it was like they, you know, grafted maybe, what, like 10, 15% gummy in them or something? I don't know, man. They were good. They were sticky yeah. and juicy. Yep. Sexy. Tasted like Dr. Pepper. 
On the other hand, we got some sort of basically chocolate-covered cherries yeah. with, without the cherries, and the, and the syrup Pepper. inside was Dr. Pepper syrup. Yeah, that was quite disgusting. Those were, those were filthy. I'm sorry, <laughs> Dr. Pete. <coughs> Apparently, it cannot be used can't for everything. Yeah, you can't win them all. Hmm. No, but, but the juicy good. ones were good. Have you th- any of you guys ever had Dr. seen a Dr. Pepper cake in like they they, they show up in like Seven Elevens? No, there's no. A, tell me more. There's some company that makes like all sorts of different. You know, they'll they'll have your regular red. What is it? Red silk. You know, red velvet. Red velvet, but they're. I wait for a blue velvet cake. They're those cakes. Up, fucks with your mind. <laughs> they're, they're, those, they're those cakes that are that have a hole in the middle of them. You know, they're they're round with a, yes. a donut. No, but they're the big ones. You, they usually come in a plastic a- dome. Angel food. Bunt cake. Bunt cake. Yeah, but but they're yeah. There's a Dr Pepper flavored one. I'm sure you can find a recipe on. Why is it not in my it. stomach right now? I don't know. It's it's basically just a Dr Pepper cake because we don't that, have Seven Eleven right with that we have sugary, dri- you know, drizzle frosting over top of it. You know the oh yeah yeah you know what I'm talking about. Nips are getting mad just thinking about it. They're very good. They're always really expensive though. That's what they're they're, mm. they're evil because you they usually put them at the at the. Um, front of the counter, you know, near the convenience store, Seven Eleven, or or even a like, well, it wouldn't be a dollar store, but they're like seven ninety nine or something like that. Mm-hmm. You see, and you go seven ninety nine for the fucking cake, and you're like, Ugh. but it's only seven ninety nine. It's a Dr Pepper cake, and I could probably get seven eight slices out of that. That's less than a buck. Of, okay, and then you buy it. So they probably could sell it for like four ninety nine, but yeah, they know but it's a Dr Pepper cake, and you're not going to walk away from that. I want it. Want it? I'm looking at Mr. Honeywell's photo album now, and he did. He's I decided to uh, be the meta photographer today. Oh yeah, yes, that was for me. He's the Grant Morrison of ACB. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's obsessed with me photographing people. <laughs> well, I, it was just my positioning in the booth, and yeah. I was photographing who was taking the pictures, and you were taking a lot of pictures. You had that that just see. The, it's great having a table there because the con just passes in front of you. Yeah. You just have to wait. I remember, you know, it's like you see way down in the corner, it's like, oh, look, there's a Wonder Woman with, like, insanely sagging tits. And I'm like, <laughs> is it a, are they prop tits or are they real tits? But she's way far off, and I'm like, hero, there's a Wonder Woman with, like, exaggeratedly sagging tits. And it's like... And usually you would get up and run to go check that out, but it's just like, yeah, yeah. she'll be around. And oh, she came around. Oh, she Scott Gottman got the first peek at it. He hasn't acknowledged it. He must be pissed at it. <laughs> <laughs> She's masturbating right now. She was great. She had a cigarette. She was legitimately and older and kind of homely, but oh, yeah. she she and she made herself her, up. She more. made herself up. She was like like maybe she's like John Waters makeup woman or or something. Because she really put, there was some, there, it was kind of gritty. Yeah. <laughs> she had TP stuck to her shoe, which we didn't realize until she walked away, and that was the cap, right? like, that's Yeah, yeah, she had it all planned out, that you, yeah. you would you would interact with her, and then she would walk away, and you'd notice the toilet yeah. paper on her. Well, she said, if you guys put my pictures anyway, send me a twat, or whatever it's called. <laughs> and I was like, this is great. Yeah. And she she was one also not breaking character oh, like yeah. that. No, yeah, was, yeah, there, uh, there, there were several. The Nightcrawler that we saw at the end of oh, the day. Oh, he was he good. Was yeah. Visually also, I thought he looked more like 
the Nightcrawler than the movie yeah. Nightcrawler. He, will, he did. walked off yeah. the comic page and he spoke with a German accent. Yeah. yeah. Which I th- which sounded authentic. Oh, it yeah. sounded. I didn't even think we should have tried to track down the girl who was uh, Shadowcat with the the model of Lockheed. Oh, that would have been nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. uh, Volstag. Just one point of order. Uh, yes. Spelling V O L S T A G G. Bingo. All right. Speaking of people who didn't stay in character, I've got a picture of Volstagg with a big-ass camera around his neck. <laughs> yes, I, well, I, I, I defy anyone to show me another Volstagg cosplay. <laughs> True, it was a good one, man. It was off the... It was, you this know, is classic of, Simonson Volstagg yeah, here. Yes, he was lodging in charge. Yeah, I'm putting location as Asgard. Um, this was taken, too. Wonder Woman, did you notice? Did you see the cigarette stains yeah. on, her, on, her, on the corners of her yeah. lips? I thought that was the capper... Of all, of all of them. Oh, I retired Wonder Even more Woman. than, the, even yeah. more than the, the, the super, like, they sagged with a curve mm-hmm. out. <laughs> what else did she, oh, she, we, like, we get a picture and she goes, yeah, I don't charge for those. If you want to touch, you got to pay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I said, how much? And she said, depends where, it's negotiable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I lost my ass at bingo last night. Yeah, <laughs> all, yeah and this, she... She didn't have the same voice, but she had the demeanor of, and I cannot remember the actress's name. She died of like throat cancer or something on, from Night Court. Who was the oh, oh bailiff? Oh, bailiff. Yeah, uh, Selma. Yeah, she had what's that. What's her name? Super, I'm sure Andy Leyland knows. Super dry, cynical, resigned. <laughs> she, did, she had a cigarette. Did she have a drink? Yeah, she, she had a beer yeah, bottle yeah. with her too. <laughs> I saw like. A, for, like four little girls, little girls, well, little you girls. Would, like, you fucking person. <laughs> Twelve to thirteen, you know, a group of friends, and they were all dressed up in anime. And one of the girls had some sort of beard thing, and she had like a cigarette, like that had been lit and stumped, and was walking around with a cigarette. There was some weird, inappropriate little kids doing things that were. The teenage Scarface was a little. Oh, teenage, teenage Scarface, Scarface yes. and we're not talking seventeen. We're talking. I don't think he was. I think he was tween. I think he was like 11, 11 maybe ten yeah, or eleven. I'm sure he was eighteen, just a very young. No, yeah. but he was dressed as Scar as Al Pacino's Scarface. Yeah, and and nobody really wanted to. Well, well, actually, who was it who said he should put? Was it? Oh, I said. It, yeah. I, I yeah, saw him coming. I go, that's going to be Scarface, and then as he comes over, and Scott gets the picture and. So yeah, I'm Scarface, and uh, I said the only thing your costume is missing is you should have taken a big bag of confectioner's sugar and put it all over your face. And he clearly knew what I was talking about. Oh, without, like, without missing I was a gonna, beat. He's like, I should. I, I was going to put flour on my my jacket. Yeah, he he thought about. He was thinking about how do I deal with like the cocaine thing with this and mm-hmm. like eleven. Yeah. But then again, when I was an eleven year old kid, I would have done. You would do a cocaine. So. <laughs> right, I was already. Yeah, I was injecting it into my eyeballs. But I screwed him. No, I bet at that time I would have been. I, at that time, I was saying things like, "Why do I need drugs to have fun? I can have enough fun reading a good book." <laughs> I still say that. I, I, it's true, but I can have fun <laughs> reading a good book on drugs too. Sometimes more fun, sometimes less. Sometimes you have to put the book down. Did you ever read a comic book on weed? <laughs> Once <laughs> every day. <laughs> Oh my god. I wish all of you were here with us. Because yes. oh, it's yeah. been nothing but this for How three days. Wish. This room would. How do you wish you were here? <laughs> no.
So, so you can tell. Heaven from hell. Blue skies from pain. Come on, Chris. Uh, we're not going to hold hands and sing along to Pink Floyd songs. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to hold hands. Do an elephant walk through the room. <laughs> <laughs> Just like it's Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, we uh, swore never to speak of that. Sean Engel, you I've heard that. things, Sean. Sean Engel, you keep your mouth shut, too. That you know why. He left other parts open, apparently. <laughs> Remember, Sean Engel, you have a wife and kids. They don't, need, long. they don't need to know nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yes, it's been three days of this, everyone. Basically. Yeah. All Honeywell has said the whole time is, I don't know how to quit him. <laughs> I can hear Sean's voice just at home just going, Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Fuck you guys. (sighs) Oh, fuck you, Shag. We've had plenty of opportunities to say that, actually. In the we we, all, we almost had a firestorm. I tried to get the finger, but he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not going to do that. Sorry, sorry. Because Shane. my image is a guy who dresses up like a superhero. <laughs> he was very good, though. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. So we're taking suggestions for for our cosplay. <laughs> the next time we do a cosplay, what should we cosplay as? Not that we'll do it. <laughs> I just can't. I just I, unless it's something so simple and effective. And comfortable that I don't have to worry about it, you know. Well, right. you can do Lex Luthor, no problem. I, I need contact lenses to <laughs> truly. Pl- yeah. I mean, I could be Lex Luthor, like ready to read the paper or something, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But that, you know, uh, I, I'm Lex Luthor with his reading glasses on. Uh, <laughs> I have to get some contact lenses, but I think they're pretty cheap. Yeah, I'd have to get a yeah. suit too. Could be any. Oh suit. no, I could get like uh, yeah, but then we start getting co- yeah, then you start getting complicated. Yeah. Actually, no, oh. you don't. Know, you get a beige jumpsuit and you get a chest holster, and you go as yeah, the, it's just sort of a green X. No, you go no. as the Lex Luthor from the Justice League Unlimited cartoon. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, I saw. I only saw him briefly. I saw Lex Luthor in the battle armor, uh, in the green battle armor. Oh wow. Hmm. It was he was like going that way while I was going this way. I didn't have a chance to. Uh, or I could get a wig and be the Hackman Luther. Yeah, that's even funnier. <laughs> that's you could be Otis. No, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not tall enough. <laughs> not tall enough. It doesn't matter how tall Otis is. Come on, Mark. <laughs> I, just I, well, then, yeah, how about well, then, well, shit? Then why don't we just do Deliverance? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. We need, a a we need a Ronnie Cox and we need a John Voight and a couple of hillbillies. We, we need, we need, well, all we of us with a raft with holes. Oh whole, shit! Raft you can be the fucking sped playing the fucking banjo! Oh yeah, I'll black <laughs> out some of my teeth. <laughs> I'm sorry, sped was, I, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, we know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> what you said. But we could get a raft, cut like four little holes in it and just be like, <laughs> all around the, like, Frantically, and every once in a while, oh. what else have you here? As you hear, 
Well, here, here just got a call from his girlfriend. And yeah, he goes like, "Yeah, tending to home business." Girlfriend on the phone. Gene's married. We don't see him on all, on the phone all the time. No, because right? you're gonna see my wife and daughter at the con tomorrow. Oh, that's <laughs> right. That's right. Oh well, that takes uh, that takes all the fuck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it is swear month, remember? On yeah. Yes, it has been declared. And I definitely fucking drive that nail. Fuck. Hmm. <laughs> I was having fun. I was having fun interacting with with kids to today yeah it's funny there's this just different dynamic it usually it would be like a parent Chocolate like brings the world together i yes. gotta bring my kids to this thing blah, blah 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 but i saw quite a few parents just like just a couple more hours yeah yeah the kids along on the floor by now <laughs> it's, it's like, like it's we still gotta see that panel at three o'clock mm-hmm. you can't go you know can't fall asleep on us yet it might not have been lack of enthusiasm, but it might just been yeah this overstimulation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I can't imagine how fucking oh man, how much I would have been just like in awe. But I, I, I forget, I forget that I'm a twisted, jaded. Yeah, asshole. I mean, I think most people, you know, the 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 natural tendency would be if mom and dad are dragging you to something that's that long, that's something they like, you know. You're not. You might actually just intend, you know, rebel against it. And where, as a kid, you should be like, "I'm around all these superheroes. This is great. Yeah. I want to spend here all day." But it's like, if it's something mom and dad made you go to, I, I think it's. I don't know. I don't know if mom and dad making you go to superhero stuff is yeah. enough to make superhero stuff not cool because it's just, it's catnip for. And most of the kids that were with their parents were in costume too and doing. Oh yeah, doing their thing. I, I mean, saw one group it was it was four boys and a girl and they were dressed as a fantastic four see, i missed i only I saw one storm so far i haven't seen anyone else yeah bunch yeah. of kids would make great a, a nice brat pack would be cool with authentic little kids yeah there's yeah. a whole family dressed as bob's burgers yeah that was cast cool. too yeah. and the I father mean, was dead on oh yeah they they were great so the family dresses the incredibles Mother, father, and a baby. I miss that too. I have. I got a picture of them. So the Black Marvel family that they were. They were good. Yeah, they, they were yeah, really good. Committed to that. They yeah. Some great costumes. Well, I love that whole Marvel family. Yeah, I was there too. Yeah, anyway, I, I'm glad I dragged them over. And I'm like, please. <laughs> the, Marvel family. I don't know. I don't. I don't know any of the na- uh, the only names I ever Mary remember. Marvel was Mary Marvel and, and Captain so Marvel. There was Captain Marvel Junior and. Oh, that's right. But, uh, see, that's the only but who's ones I the guy, like, Who was the guy with the real flat, with the like flat, he had the fake hair piece on that was flat on top. He was the biggest, tallest guy. With I think the, he was supposed to be Captain Marvel because he was in oh, the standard okay. Captain Marvel outfit. But then he had three women with him. Right, right. Technically, there was only one. And but you had, the, you had Mary, they were each in a different costume. So you had a Mary Marvel in the red costume, Mary Marvel in the white costume, Mary Marvel in the black costume. Uh-huh. I used to that. I remember as a little kid, Mary Marvel and the Black Canary, both mm. of them. Mm. I, I don't. I didn't understand why. I don't remember seeing a Black Canary cosplay. No, I don't remember seeing. Which is kind of weird. I think Hero and I saw two of them. She's been all over the Arrow TV shows. Yeah, yeah. we saw a lot. Oh of no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I saw. I saw like. Three of them walking towards the cosplay ballroom. Yeah, 
I seem to remember that. And Hero said Hero said something about fish. You were like, you check. Somebody said fish nets, and Hero was like, "Oh, I saw the fish nets." Yes. Yeah. So I think that was. Previous the Zatanna we saw. Uh huh. The one you probably. I, it was the same one. Well, you, you were talking. You were taking her picture, and then you or afterwards, or no, we were walking behind her, and you, yeah. the one that I made drop her pencil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, play the game of you want to play a game of drop the pencil. Yeah. And uh, and you said you you said something about like oh make say my name say, backwards say my name backwards, <laughs> and I was just like I do not get that reference. <laughs> but later I did. I've been learning all sorts of new references here. Now, when you have a bunch of people around you who have minds full of useless trivia, you will get to learn something. Yes, I mean, you may not want to learn them, but you will learn them. It's useful. I didn't honestly expect to meet someone who writes erotic gay fiction at a um, Comic Con, but she's fun. She she sort of befriended us. She sort of befriended (laughs) us from the very well, well. We. I mean, I think we met her on the first, smoker, first yeah, cigarette yeah, break yeah, of the day. Yeah, and she, she just started, you know, started the standard, what are you here, what are you in for? What yeah. are you in for? <laughs> no, we're, yeah, we're basically her smoking buddy after that. You know, she was right across the hall from us. But and she was, and we, we were also a good source of chocolate. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, she was starving. We had a lot more, a lot more friends today because of the chocolate. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's called bait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still can't get over how uh, usually little kids are just like glom. No. Yeah, yeah. You'd be surprised because even like Halloween around where where I live, I have to force kids to take more than one piece of chocolate. Mm-hmm. They'll come up and they'll just be like, "Why?" Well, no, you can take more, mm-hmm. you know, and then they'll take another one, and that that'll be yeah, it. Yeah. You can't get them to take any more. If I went up when I was a kid, and someone like, said, "Take more," I'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." Like if someone held a bowl out to me, it was just hand. Bang! Give it. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, as uh, me personally, as handing out the bowl, that's what I'd want to see too. Yeah. That's what you. It's just like, yeah, want... get your grubby hands right in there and get yourself a tootsie roll. Wow, that sounded horrible. <laughs> hey, little boy, you want some candy? <laughs> yeah, there was a worrisome occasionally. Because the kids actually, sometimes more than the parents, are going for our flyers, too. Yeah. And then we're thinking, it's like, well, do we tell mom and dad that they probably shouldn't listen to us? Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so we did for the most part, you know. We engaged mom and dad and told them about our podcast, and, you know. And by the time they left the table, I'm sure Hero would have said something to clue them on what the tones I, of the podcast. I gotta like. say that I, I just can't imagine in the whole world of podcasting that there's many kid friendly. I mean, I'm oh, sure yeah, there's some kid, kid podcasts made for kids yeah, and stuff, but sure. not. I mean, kids aren't gonna sit down no. and listen to a podcast no. of. They want to hear a tape of like songs or something yeah. or a movie. More, more than likely, it's going to be stuff that their parents are listening to while everybody's in the car. Yeah, yeah. And that that'll be so. You just have to let them know, hey, maybe you should leave this for your commute to work. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think podcasts are one of those things, sort of, sort of like books, where kids are only going to get in trouble getting into them, into the stuff that they're not supposed to or or, or not developed enough for. Mm-hmm. At that time when they're just on the edge of being developed, 
So like you have a little kid and they're not going to be able to, you can have Tropic of Cancer on your bookshelf. They're not interested in it because it's a book full of words. Mm-hmm. And if they take it down and try and read it, it's, it's not, not going to make it's sense. Not that, yeah, it's not like porn or, I mean, if you had like a porno novels, they might figure it out and it could be confusing. But that you know they're not going to get far enough into it to appreciate the erotic literature or something mm-hmm. like that, and I think it's the same with podcasts. I think you'd be hard pressed to even get your kid to listen to one yeah. anyway, so you don't have yeah. to worry as much. And the more you tell them, oh no, a podcast's a grown up thing. That's just yeah. Wor- yeah. It really is a grown up, you know, masochistic thing. It is, <laughs> but you don't have to tell them that because no. then it's candy. Listen I mean, there's, me. there's some psychi- things out there. Psychologist. Yeah. I mean, like the the one thing I listen to with my family, it's it's an audio drama, less than a podcast, but it's uh-huh. delivered the same way, yeah. and it's perfectly fine for everybody. You know, do they get into it? Oh, oh yeah! It got to the point where I I played them an episode of the one. It's called the Red Panda Adventures. Okay, mm-hmm. and it's a pulp superhero in the thirties. Ooh. Out of out of Toronto, Canada. Wow, oh, that's and like an old radio. It is. Or it's something. exactly like that. It's like the shadow. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's it, amazing that you can get kids. I mean, yeah. The, well, the, the, I, I played it right. It's just like you know. Hey, can I finish this episode? You know, while I'm doing something. Oh yeah, okay. So I played it, and then at the end of the episode, both my wife and my daughter said, "We are going to be listening to this with you. Do not listen to any more without us." And they have other, on the same network, they have another show called Blackjack Justice, which is a, a like, Sam Spade yeah. gumshoe thing. And it's, it's great. It's the old radio shows, but done with a modern take. Right, right. But the, yeah, the modern equivalent of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, a, it's amazing because it just seems like, it just seems like common wisdom. That, ah, how can you stimulate a kid with something like an old yeah. radio show with something boring as a 30s... You know, vigilante crime fighter. Yeah. You know, or the or, you know, basic or the shadow or whatever. Like cause when they got the internet's and yeah. the and the big screen TV and their video games, but uh, apparently, no. I, I, yeah. That's that's amazing. That gives me a little bit of hope. <laughs> I'm gonna have to squash that out. <laughs> you stay away from my kid. No, I'll just squash it out in my own head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not interested in squashing out hoping kids till they're till they're out of the house and in college. Yeah, and, then, and and then they can then then I can stomp on their hope and and they can <laughs> defend themselves. <laughs> Until then, I don't let them in on the whole Santa Claus shit or any of that. Although I want to. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see a kid, I'm like, you could be the one. <laughs> the one who tells him. Be the one who tells him all kinds of things. But I don't. I fight it. I fight it so hard. It's so difficult. Alright, this is just getting silly. It is. Um, it's got silly five minutes, Anne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. About? yeah. <laughs> so, to wrap it up, I guess, and Kyle Benning says, nice uh, score there, hero, who still is in fact to listen to this. <laughs> Especially that Master of the Universe issue. Oh, and we've got wait another like. And, uh, oh yeah, yeah. 
I we got, got a like. Yeah, like in the Firestorm um, picture. Cool. So yeah. Was it Shag Matthews? No, uh, Carly Madeline McBride. Oh, okay. That's what. That's one of my coworkers who, uh, when I, uh, when I was leaving, they were just like, "Are there gonna be Batman's there?" And I was like, you know, I'm sure there are going to be Batmans there. I don't have them often see a lot of Batmans. Well, there, there were a couple. There were a few. Yeah. yeah, there were like, oh, well, the two main ones, there were like two clones around. They were basically both from like Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. And uh, I, well, I think there were, there were professional cosplayers that they named after. Because they were, you know, doing the, the garage quite a bit. Because they were hanging out in the garage next to the cars and stuff. They seem to be more Batman-related. Harley Quinn's crawling out of every... Yeah, yeah Harley Quinn and the Joker were everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of good ones, too. Yeah, A couple of decent Riddlers. Good but, Riddler. Yeah. That yeah. one Riddler came up to us who had his card, and he, he's like, I'm the only one who plays the Riddler, the Penguin, and the Joker. Oh, yeah, I have his card right here. Yeah. Yeah, this this guy. He's, and it's the, the Joker, Riddler, and Penguin from the... Batman TV it's series. From the TV yeah, series. And the guy's name is Benji Greenberg. Okay, that's And nice. he will come to your party. <laughs> is that what it says? It really? says, yeah. character actor will come to your party. Okay, I kind of got that uh, that that yeah. often that he, like, show yeah. person. Yeah. But yeah. that's yeah. perfect for, especially for that time period. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw him villains. in the Joker outfit and the, the Penguin outfit. He looks really good. And I guess he, he actually, I don't remember the number, but remember he's like, I also do like 13 other voices and right. stuff like that. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah, yeah. Sign him up for the podcast. We, <laughs> yeah, we can use a good voiceover man. They're fake interviews. <laughs> but I think everybody here is just getting, getting tired of yeah. We, we should probably go so then we can talk freely about everybody else <laughs> and, uh, and on Facebook and troll them. But we will be adding to this with our probably a wrap-up report, but maybe not. Maybe we'll have some stuff going on at the con that we'll throw in here. But day three starts... Has it already started? What time is it? It is 11.30. Oh, right. Oh, it's earlier than I thought. All right. Well, we aren't out at a movie theater right now like we were last night. Tonight we went out, we had a really good dinner, and then we came right back. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's about the right speed for me. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) we got to the con, and I immediately realized, hey, I didn't bring my recorder, and guess what? I didn't use it once. I didn't use it. Yeah, I was was telling Hero on the way to our room, it's like... You know, he he spent three hours going to get the damn thing. We didn't but, use it. But when I got here, I also realized I needed my headphones. Ah. And uh, so I got them. And when I got back, I got two podcasts edited at the like, table. At the table on the spot, and, and uh, Gene made made up a podcasting in progress sign and just said it in front of me. Oh, because you don't want someone walking up to the table to, oh, well, he doesn't care. He's on his laptop. No, he's working. <laughs> Intent, like, intent, intently focused on the laptop yeah. with the exclusion of everybody else, which made me do it quickly. Well, I was in full-on PR mode anyway. I was, just, I was grabbing people. Oh, oh you're, you're looking at here, us for more than five seconds. Let me hand you a flyer. Yes, or, yeah. The, my best one was when they would come up and ask, hey, can I have some chocolate? Oh, you can have all the chocolate you want. I would appreciate it if you took a flyer with it. 
Yeah, and, and nobody gets like, it's not like handing handbills out on the street corner. People are like, sure, because yeah. they've already got like a little stash of flyers and cards and... Yeah, I've seen a, I've seen some people try and stand like in the middle of the aisle and hand stuff to people as they go by, and yeah, no one takes obnoxious. it. No yeah. one takes it. But if you wait, you wait for them to engage you. Like if someone's just walking by, say hi, how are you, and they keep going, that's it. You know, I don't I don't go a hard sell after them because that just turns them off. Yeah, there, well, there's, yeah, there's no reason to. Yeah. Also, but since I've given out more flyers and stuff that I thought I would. Yeah. Even though we printed a mess of them, but you can always use them. Well, we also did the we also did the walk around, leave them on top of garbage cans. I was yeah. down left some on the ATM. And I was I did a it, it, I did a round and it's a big pretty decent sized hall and you know, regular space garbage cans and just left them on the garbage can and I was like, should I leave these on here? Is that gonna be and I'm like Wow, I don't. I just don't see how it could be a problem. I'm not like spew. You know, no, it's, it's one or two on there. But then I noticed there were little cards for a cosplay contest on there, and I'm like, all right. So the con themselves is just like, yeah, leave them on the garbage can. Maybe someone will take them. If not, yeah. throw them in the garbage. And so I did a round, and as I came back, got back to the other end of where I was, we lost your they were all gone. Yeah. Now he's on the phone. They were. Uh, they were gone, and the cosplay cards were still there, so I put another round on, and then I met up with you and found yeah. out you were doing it, too. Yeah. And you probably wouldn't have put them on there if you saw mine yeah, on there. Yeah, if so they were, they were going. On there. And then Jeff, when he was walking around, he was putting the business cards down. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I would go, oh, they're a business card. Oh, those are ours. Okay, well, let me put the flyer next to them. See, I, I always, I, I, I like those flyers because they're not just, you know, like, Hey, this is our show. Yeah. They're, they're a comic you can read. Well, so we had one guy come up, and he, he read the first line, and he started laughing. I remember the Charles Atlas ad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a good show. Well, again, I remember I'm old. <laughs> and they were everywhere when I was a kid. You know? yeah. mm-hmm. I, I, I had to go find an old 70s comic to, to get that ad. But, uh... Yeah, we're giving them the equivalent of a Hostess Hostess Twinkies. That's what we need. We need to get some of our artist buddies to work up two true freaks Hostess. Oh, to do one right from the right from the ground up. That's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Every single artist that we have listening should do their own Hostess ad for us. Oh my god! I want I want to see those though, and then we'll act them out. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. With oh, with music and everything. Yeah. I, oh. That I was gonna start giving suggestions, get... but I don't even want to give suggestions. No, I just no. want to see what. Just go. We have enough talented people here, yeah. and and we added a new one. <laughs> we got Andy with us now, and now you can work for us and make no money, just yes. like us. <laughs> so yeah, appealing. Get to hang out with a hell of an artist, man. Yeah, the guy was cool. And he's got a good style. Mm-hmm. I like it. Speaking speaking of artists, and just to be added past, we do have a lot of artists on we do. Two True Freaks. Yeah. I'd like to see them like through Facebook. I mean, we have a bunch on Facebook. Maybe there's a bunch of you who don't listen or don't pay attention to Facebook, but listen. But do listen. Yeah. If you're, if you're an artist. And, or, or a bunch of you that listen, but don't pay attention. <laughs> and I'm not even thinking of stuff they could do for us. Maybe there's stuff we could do for them, but mm-hmm. I'd just like to take a little accounting 
yeah. of how many people who listen to us are, are you know, comic comic booky, or not even just artists. And, yeah, just in general. In general, what what? How many people out there have talent to draw? And if you do, how many of you are willing to like? draw something if like maybe someone in two for two friends <laughs> wrote a story mm-hmm. well what what i was uh doing with andy because he andy siebert is the guy that did the promo images for the quantum cast and comic book fight yeah. club mm-hmm. and he was so there with us for uh yesterday and today the most professional looking aspect of our whole display too yeah. uh, the yes. big posters of the, the those are like the the Legitimacy, yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 But he, when he gave them to us, the final versions, he said, "Listen, just when you're posting these, just put my my Twitter handle on there. Mm-hmm. So what we can do is, anytime if you guys give us your information as far as Twitter, Instagram, website, whatever, anytime you give us something, we will." We will oh, promote yeah. the hell out of you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're waiting to. I'd love to. Yeah, yeah so no, I, I cross-post everywhere. And, <laughs> and we'll talk about it all the time for all that's worth. But, I mean, you know, I I realize that we do this just out of just desire to do it, not oh, yeah. like as a entrepreneurial thing. But I often, I, may, I don't know if I'm selling people short, but I often just are trying to be overly polite. But I often assume... And, you know, especially when I see all these artists on Facebook, and they're really good, you know, they're yeah. really talented, and it's like, I don't want to ask these people to put their time and hard effort into something that, like, they should be raking in the dough for, oh, yeah. or, or, I mean, if, or are raking in the dough for, and be like, it's like going to a doctor and have them look on that, that lump on the back of your neck, and you just mm-hmm. take a little look at this, yeah. you know, at a cocktail party or something. Yeah, if you got paying work. Do that. <laughs> yeah, you can do you can do us too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but yeah, you have your I, priorities. But I I feel bad because it's like you see these fantastic and and I, I'd be like yeah I'd love to have them do a two true freaks comic. I'd love to pay them what oh, it's yeah. worth for yeah. their time, which I you know, I mean the m- amount of hours we put into podcasting is one thing, but like when you see some of these artists, not only the amount of Time they put into the art, but all the back back end mm-hmm. practice and just years of drawing and drawing right. and drawing. It's just. But hey, uh, artists come to our Facebook page or email us at two true freaks at gmail dot com. Just so I'd like to know what. Even not even if you want to do something for True True Freaks, I just want to see some of your art, you know, oh, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and see what you do, and come in and tell us what you do and what you like to draw and and all that. I would, I just love to see it. We, I mean, we've already got Mark Comback, who's brought so much joy to oh, the yeah. hearts. Oh God, and the guys, Andy I just invited the other day. Um, and the Andy that was it. Yeah. Talent. And, and Andy's a really good artist too. And he is fast, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was watching him, and I'm just like, wow, that materialized, yeah, rather quickly. And that's just him sketching. <laughs> yeah, that's him just goofing. I remember you held up that one picture, and this is like, this is what he does when he's drawing it, like mm-hmm. on his knee. Yeah, with the paper on his knee, and it's just like, well, yeah. 
All right. Well, we'll be back with some more stuff. And in the meantime, we'll just play some fucking annoying music for a couple seconds to mark the passage of time. (laughs) If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, Two True Freaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the Two True Freaks at the same time. Visit our website at twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and a number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two Two True True Freaks.
should fall in battle. My brothers who fight by my side, gather my horse and weapons. Tell my family how I died. Until then, I will be strong. I will fight for all that is real. We were finally invited aboard one of these spacecraft, which landed near Ann Arbor, Michigan on October the 24th of 1954. This is a drawing of the craft. As I was leaving the craft, the commander, Soltek, said, soon others of your people will be able to have an experience similar to this. 